As far as these boys are concerned, well, hamburgers and hot dogs are their idea of a really good meal. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing Chet's Dairy Freeze in Muskogee, and later on, another Paycom upgrade. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. There is no, you know what, I don't, one thing I don't think we do enough of. You know, we, we talk about what we would have been. In fact, if people stick around to the end of the show and find out if the Avengers are getting back together, they would know one of our four, uh, f- most frequent stories is our, our origin story. Hot dogs are very integral. We like hot dogs. We do we like hot We thought dogs. about making a hot dog stand. Yes, we did. A long time ago. But, I don't know, Chet's Dairy Freeze... Thought about doing making a hot dog stand a long time ago. Can we just say that not very often mm. in the history of the entire world, right? Can you talk about historic hot dog stands? No, you don't. I mean, you don't. There, I think I, I we're in our neck of the woods where we grew up. It was Coney Island. Yes, Coney Island is legit. They're yeah. a legit facility. They're a legitimate facility. But I don't I I'd have to go to the I'd have to go to the history books on this one. Chet's Dairy Freeze has been a staple in Muskogee since nineteen forty eight. Not nineteen eighty four. One nine four eight. I'm not gonna do the math. But that's a long time ago. That is a very long post time ago. Post World War Two, gang. Well, I mean technically today is post World War Two, but nineteen forty eight. Wow, that's wow. That's a long time to be slinging dogs, slinging chili dogs, slinging all kind of dogs. So you did have the opportunity to speak to Dion Tehe, which I love the name. I do too. I didn't know who. I, I didn't expect when I when I asked for Dion, I was expecting this. This is Dion, but it was like this this super sweet. Super sweet lady. I love the last name, Teehee, though. Teehee. So Dion Teehee and her family are the current owners and have continued with the original motto of Chet's Dairy Freeze, which I think is awesome. Hottest buns in town. I will drive two hours, two and a half hours, for the hottest buns in town. That motto was apparently created by the original, the OG of Chet's Dairy Freeze, Chet Ladd. He invented the chili recipe... That is still used today. Now, I hear tell that recipe was written down on a piece of paper in pencil and may or may not be stashed away in a safety deposit box. I have a reliable source that may or may not have told me that this recipe is still in existence, but I was not given the exact location. I am going to have to say for the the listeners of the show that yeah. are involved in the banking industry, mm-hmm. what you are referring to is a safe deposit box. Right. Safe deposit box, not a safety deposit did box. Did I say the safety deposit? I did say safety deposit box. That's what I, I yeah, I still put money when I want to, when I want to save money. I, I literally have a piggy bank that I put it in. It's not even a piggy bank. It's a skull, a glass skull that you put money on the top of. I'm sorry. I did say safety deposit box, didn't I? I'm sorry. Hey, that tells you what, where my priorities are. I don't have a safety (laughs) deposit box. I don't have a safety net. I don't have a backup plan. And I sure as hell don't have a safe deposit box. So back to Chet's Dairy Freeze. It has a really kind of old fashioned ambiance about it with a real taste of nostalgia. And one of the things that I think anybody in the area, anybody that walks into one of these locations, is going to notice right off the bat they have exceptional customer service, dude. If, if it's if me talking to Dion on the phone has any indica- any indication of what type of an operation they're running up there, I, I'm I'm telling you, I, and I'm not overstating this. I will I, I will drive lengths to get the one to one, and that's something that her and I talked about is what I like about what they're doing and what similar you know. And this isn't this isn't something. We're not covering something completely 
unusual. You see this all the time. It's the personal touches we talk about, the things that we miss, the things that we admire in business, what direct us to go to buy food where we buy food or buy our drinks where we buy our drinks or groceries where we buy our groceries is that one-to-one. You just you don't get that personal touch anymore. It's your order number this, here you go, it's in the window, you yeah. don't say hi, everything's online, everything's at a kiosk. They've been doing this since the 1940s. There's a reason why they're still around. And I think it's it's not because you can't get a chili dog at Sonic or go here and get this or that or the other. There's there's that nostalgia factor. It's the it's it's the way you run your business. It's also the attention to detail. And yes, you you can get a hot dog anywhere. You can go to you can go to the place that everybody knows that you can get a foot long chili cheese dog for I don't know ninety nine cents or whatever. But you know what you're getting when you order that. You know that it's garbage that you really don't want in your belly, but you eat it anyway, and then you regret it. Listen to me. Okay, I, and I explained to Dion on the phone, hot dogs are my jam. And I don't know if it's because I'm like, eh, slap it on a bun, eat it, blah, 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 blah. I love hot dogs. I go to, co- I spend $35 a month on a Costco membership to go eat a dollar fifty and a pop to get a hot dog. I don't think, I don't think a Costco membership is $35 a month. I don't know what month. it is. I don't know. It's more than a dollar fifty. <laughs> But did you know this? Here's a life hack for you. Not to give Costco any more business than they need. You can go into Costco and just buy your slice of pizza. Or just You don't have to have a membership to eat a hot dog. Oh, wow. I think we just broke the internet with that breaking news. This just in. Same thing at Sam's. But what I'm saying is, look. You like hot dogs. I get it. This place is voted number one hot dogs. It, it, it legitimately has a, a distinction. It does, but I think back to my original yeah. point, they go out of their way. This Their customer service ab- above oh, yeah, and beyond, and they sure. go out of their way to make sure that not only do you have good food, but that you have a memorable experience. And I think it's something, It's that particular theme has been lost by a lot of businesses. You know, we talked, there have been some points of contention and some, some major discussions between us and, you know, we... Uh, we've got a, uh, an up and coming interview with the Taste of Choctaw guys where we talk about reviews. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much, you know, you take them with a grain of salt and sometimes it needs, it, you know, they, they need a little bit of extra salt and maybe a few more cubes of ice, whatever. We can find any number of reasons, but they've got over a hundred reviews at, at a four, 4.5 or better. I mean, they're, they're killing it. They are, and they're not, you know, they don't have a huge social media presence, uh, that sort of stuff. But again, I, it's, they built up this loyal fo- following yeah. over the years. Yeah. And they really, these are small locations, just a few bar stools, real cozy interior. Now's the time for the menu. Yeah. 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 And yeah. this is an easy menu. You could literally memorize it. They have some of the best hot dogs in the country. Oh, my. But more importantly, the chili dogs are the thing. You're talking homemade chili, all beef franks, fresh fries cut by hand, cherry limeades, man, soft serve ice ice cream cones, and that is literally the menu. Give me a chili dog with mustard and onion and a hand-squeezed cherry limeade with three extra cherries on top. Done. Dude, I'm I'm done. And now, when I see it now, all I can hear is, Singing on chili dogs outside of dairy freeze. It's it's not a tasty freeze, it's a dairy freeze. But I would, (laughs) I was going to say, I would definitely suck down a couple of chili dogs from the dairy freeze. There's not a question about it. But literally, that's the menu, dude. And there's some minor, minor, minor variations on that. So the hot dogs, you can get it plain, you can get it with cheese, you can get it with chili cheese. They also do a Frito pie, which I got to say, if you're going to serve all of the ingredients for Frito pie, except for Fritos, it's not that big of a deal to throw Fritos underneath of it. So again, makes sense that it's on the menu, but then that's it. Like you can do extra chili, extra cheese. You can do a bag of chips and the toppings. 
mustard relish onion. That's it. Dude, how many times have you, and, and again, this is harkens back to the beginning of our friendship where we discussed these are the requirements for a hot dog and anything more than that, you're just messing wait- with perfection. Well, and, and we had it down to, okay, uh, you know what you want? End of the line. Yeah. Back of the line. Yeah, it's that. And this is one of those things. When simplicity and there's a word I'm looking for. Uh, the 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 minimalist menu can work and has it's it's a testament to how long they've been there. And this isn't a business. This is another thing too. I talked to her about it. It's you know you see a lot of businesses that change hands over and over and over again. This is a family owned and operated business and has been. Since day one, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't see why more people aren't invested. It's kind of hard to argue the point. I just it bother at the end of the day, it bothers me that so many people will walk past or drive past a place like this to go get something that they know is substandard. Yeah, like just you, because it's familiar. I don't. I yeah, don't like I, maybe it's a generational thing, but I drive down the street in Muskogee and Chet's Dairy Freeze jumps out at me. Yeah. And all of the other stuff, the McDonald's, the Wendy's, all all that stuff fades into the background. I don't mm-hmm. want that stuff. Yeah. I can get it anywhere. I can anytime. get it anytime. And let's be honest, it hasn't been good in the last couple of decades. Well and that's that's the other thing too I was talking to her about a about, you know, they've got, she was telling me they've got an Olive Garden moving in. They've got a Whataburger moving in. A lot of these bigger conglomerates that are moving in. And, you know, and my point is, those haven't been good in two decades, like you just said. Mm-hmm. And they're not a treat anymore. You know what I mean? You look at some pla- a place like Chet's uh, Dairy Freeze, that's a treat to me. I want something I can't get anywhere else. Sure, could, could we make a chili dog at home? Yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. you can. Yeah, but could you do it with a 90-year-old freaking recipe? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So you're going to buy it in a can, and it's not going to be as good. It'll never gonna, be as good. And you're going to taste the metal of the can. It's just not the same. It's not. My Costco hot, hot dog, while yes, at the moment, tastes really good. But if I, you know, if I had a place like this that was around the corner. This is where you're going. This is where I'm going every single time. One of the things that you will notice is all of their food, always fresh, never mm-hmm. frozen. Never frozen. I love that. You and I discussed a Facebook post that Dion had posted on Facebook today, actually. Right, and that's what prompted me to give her a call, <laughs> believe it or not. And really, it's what moved, I'm, if I'm being honest, it's what moved Chet's Dairy Freeze up the queue yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, for like, sure. 100%. I go to Muskogee on a regular basis. You know, this has been in in the file for a while. Yeah. And I saw this post and I thought, we got to bump it up. But basically, this is a long post. I'm not going to read it word for word. But basically, she is talking about how small businesses are getting the screws put to them. Yeah. By the inflation and all that sort of stuff. And the fact that people are going with the cheaper, more brand safe. Yeah. Options when they're making their their selections for places to eat. Sure. So, you know, the pricing may not seem that much to you, but when you're talking about, you know, a plain hot dog being a buck twenty five and things like that, when your meat prices doubled last year, your paper products have gone up three times what they were a couple of years ago, yeah. it's hard for them to keep the prices that they have. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, like, we can't abandon these small businesses because then we're left with these huge conglomerates right. that have no, no, they don't see any value in the company, yeah. in the, <clears throat> in the community, in the community, yeah. except for the dollar, the dollar signs. What? So Walmart will come in and they'll be all happy and ready to be a part of the community and mm-hmm. everything's nice and everything's clean. As soon as they run out every other business in town, yeah, the ba- the bathrooms are out of order. I mean, the whole thing goes to shit. Yeah, then then that particular location is ranked, you know, 799th because mm-hmm. they don't care about anything anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and to the food side of that equation, you know, even look at and she mentioned in her post and I I'm, I'm going to piggyback on that a little bit. 
Look at McDonald's and their dollar menu thing that they rolled out a few years ago. Nobody's caulking and squawking about it going up to $1.49 or $1.19 or increasing in prices there. You're getting mediocrity and paying more for it, Mm -hmm. but yet you're going to small businesses and pitching a bitch because they went up 35 cents on their drinks. I mean, come on. But And again, it's to her point. Yeah. McDonald's has a little bit more bargaining power yeah, when yeah. it comes to their prices going up. Yeah, for up. sure. And on top of that, you know, if you can, if you can chuck in, you know, woodchucks or whatever the hell they put into their chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to make it a little bit cheaper, then they can do that and easily get away with it. Right. And, and McDonald's has a, you know, at the end of the day, McDonald's has a bigger nut to crack, but it's it's they can. They're not hurting. No, and they can take all of the shortcuts and take advantage of all of the purchasing power of being a multi-billion-dollar organization. And in the meantime, you know, you get you have these local businesses that are getting beat up and not getting enough love for the from the local community yeah. and the people that are traveling through. I'll get off my soapbox here, but again, if you are traveling in Oklahoma, stop at the small places, check yeah. them out. Try it. Try out the the little place that you didn't know was there. Buy a T-shirt if you like them. That sort of stuff makes all the difference in the world. Because the other thing that people don't realize that they're doing, because when you're from, not from a small town, you don't realize what your economic impact is on small businesses in a small town. It's huge. It's it it's very huge because when you when when you go into a small business and 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 you you buy their hot dog and you buy their drink and you get their ice cream. You may not see the immediate impact, but at the end of the day, they're cutting a check to someone's softball team. Somebody's going to a rodeo. More somebody with Chet's Dairy Freeze. You're talking about local beef from oh, yeah, a local provider. Sure. Yeah, you're talking about ice cream from a local provider with you know fresh local ingredients. Yeah. That sort of stuff is all. They're not driving to Dallas to buy that stuff. Yeah, that's from their neighbors. Yeah, aka your neighbors. Yeah, there, there's it's uh, you know. I, maybe coining a new term here the it's the it's the the drive-in domino effect i mean it 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 there is a trickle down effect that happens there but i think we're just so habitually programmed to go to walmart for this and go to the the kids want mcdonald's and the da, 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 that we're just so our mindset can't see out and maybe it's because i'm i live in a, a bigger community where Smaller businesses are a little bit harder to find. They're not, they're there, but you've got to drive down 19th Street and drive past, you know. Yeah, I honestly, like you live on the behind enemy lines. Yeah, I really do. I'll and, be honest. And there, are, and, and there are some places and we, we do source, you know, some of the smaller businesses, but if you live in a small community, if you're passing through to, and it's, tis the season for Muskogee, you know, you've got the the haunting the haunting the castle stuff going on up there. You've got the Christmas stuff that's happening. You're going to be there. You're going to be there. Do yourself a favor, and there's more than one. Th- there uh, are two locations. So they have one on West Oakmulgee Avenue. Uh, hours on the on that one Monday through Friday, eleven to seven. Saturday, eleven to five thirty. Closed on Sunday, and then they have another location on York Street, North York Street, three twenty one North York. Monday through Saturday, ten thirty to eight. Sunday, eleven to four. Just know that when you go into the sh- the shop you didn't know was there, you're making an impact economically, socially. It's just a better. It's a better way to do business. It's a better product. That money's funneled right back absolutely in, into 100%. our local economy and not outsourced to you know New York or California or heaven forbid another country altogether. You know, where 40% is taken off the top for the big guy or whatever. Well, do your part. Support small business. I know it sounds cliche and it sounds like like we're beating a dead horse, but support small business. I guarantee, I don't want to do the math because I'm terrible at math. Everyone knows someone that's in business for themselves. If you're willing to do that for them, do that for someone else. And as far as Chet's Dairy Freeze goes, if you're not going to be in Muskogee anytime soon, Go to Facebook, like their page, share, share their menu. It's face, it, They're on Facebook at Chet's Dairy Freeze. Easy to find. Well, coming up after the break, $900 million. That's not a small business. Kind of feel like we're piggybacking the buy local, stay local. I feel like that's just what we're what we do. So maybe we should change the name of the show to buy local, stay local, 
No, it's probably already taken. Probably. The only, we could call ourselves the only in local show. (laughs) (laughs) We're your local podcast. Well, I mean, it's kind of our bag. It's most of our shows. It's clearly our sponsor. It is 100% our sponsor. We can, I I think you would be hard pressed to find a more local, buy it local, pump money into the local economy kind of companies outside you're going to be hard pressed to find a company that does that better than bravado wires i feel like we're a broken record but if we're a broken record we got it at a local record store (laughs) and bravado wireless is probably the most plugged into the community wireless internet provider yeah they got to be it they got to be the number one the only show in town they don't have a lot of competition when it comes to local cellular and home internet providers They've got a lock on Eastern Oklahoma. As a local business, they are super passionate about building in their communities. Mm -hmm. And again, I've said it a hundred times. That's why they do the live stream of local events like high school football games. Absolutely love love the work that they put into their community. So I go on their Facebook page. I talked about it last week. Bro, they're literally in the community doing something in the community constantly. I mean, fact check me. Do it right now. Fact check me right now. I'm going to say, literally within the last 12 hours of me talking about this, they've got the Bravado Bravado Wireless Player of the Week. That's Ledger Folsom. Dude, they are all about local community. They're, you know, a local football player getting highlighted by a cellular provider. Yes. Like, you tell me when you see one of the big nationwide carriers doing that you're not in a post that i i I think they'll probably be that'll be up soon is podcast of the year i hear they're going to be giving out a podcast of the a year award or of the year award um i don't know a lot of buy local stay local podcasts that fit the bravado mold but yeah, I mean, there there are some good ones. There are some good ones. And I think that Bravado will find yeah, there's the, some good one. The best one. The best one and highlight it on their I on mean, their Facebook page. I think there's Or they only. might show up to the to the recording studio where that podcast is being recorded. That's how plugged into the local community they are. Because with their 5G connectivity, Google Earth, Google Images to find where we're located should be a cinch. It should. And if you want to get in touch with Bravado Wireless for all of your local wireless and internet needs, Harley, what's the best way to do that? Contact a Bravado store to speak to a customer service representative today at 866-500-8488. And if you're not trying to track us down, track them down on the internet at bravadowireless.com. So last week, Brett, we talked about a little bit of money being spent on Paycom. Yeah, and I think you were talking $20 million being sank in. I think we also talked about part of that doing a, some $90 million renovations, and I think that's what we're talking about this week, right? No. Mayor no? Holt oh. has announced a, a plan to build a new arena. A new arena? Without apparently raising taxes, touting a commitment by the Thunder beyond the year 2050. Now, hang on a second. I guarantee Someone in Mongolia, Mongolia, not Mongolia, not to be confused with Mongolia, is going. What do you mean, no new taxes? That sounds like that's not. Remember, remember George Bush one, no new taxes. So this news story is from KFOR. <laughs> I'll include include a link in the show notes. I, I'm gonna have to say this might be a little bit of George W. here because looking into it, obviously we're not gonna. We're not going to spend $900 million building a new stadium. You want to know why? Without some new tax dollars. You know why? Yes. Because it wouldn't be prudent at this juncture for all you kids under the age of... God, who wouldn't know who that... A thousand points of light was another one of his big uh, <laughs> soapboxes. But yeah, I don't, I don't see how you get... What was that number again? $900 million. That's like Dr. Evil from Austin Powers money. So the new arena project discussions have been going on for 14 months, and they're set to be funded through a temporary Mm. one-cent sales tax 
But there's a caveat. The maps is set to expire and they're going to continue with this. Therefore, no new taxes because you're already paying it. I think. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's in the, what is it? The, uh, the devil's in the details. Yes. So technically he's not wrong. And hey, um, it's like a, yeah, it technically, you're not, you know, we're not, we're not billing you already paying you, you know? Eh? I mean, I feel like, come on. It just it feels a little, eh, how you say, uh, a wishy-washy. <laughs> so the Thunder ownership is apparently ponying up $50 million to contribute to that. Yeah. And the goal, the goal is to have the arena ready for the 2930 oh NBA season. Oh my God. Can we, I can't, I just got used to, I'm barely getting used to 2023 saying 20, I'm still having trouble writing 2023 down. Right. Then you said twenty twenty what twenty four twenty five? No, twenty nine thirty. Twenty nine thirty? Yes. And it says beyond twenty fifty. What's the math? Oh my god. My kids will be twenty three years old and I'll be eighty. So the Thunder <laughs> the Thunder have called Oklahoma City home since two thousand and eight. Yeah. And apparently Oklahoma voters will get the last say on this. In a December election for a temporary one cent sales tax, according to the agreement, this tax will start after the completion of MAPS 4 and does not increase the city's current sales tax rate. You said it twice, which means I am entitled enough to believe that there's something. Listen, okay? That's a lot of $900 million. Tell me, tell me right now, hang on. It's going to get passed. They're going to find a way. Somebody, I'm sorry, if Abe Lincoln has to vote in this, it will pass. If will, if the last vote is Will Rogers. <laughs> Mail-in vote for Will Rogers. Do you think, beyond <laughs> honesty, let's be realistic. It's no, going to pass. It's going right, to pass. But $900 million. That's a lot of pennies. But on in defense yeah. of Mayor Holt, and oh, he's a good dude. Nice guy. I've met him. Nice guy. I'm just in defense of his proposal. Yeah. The city's current arena is the smallest in the NBA by square footage. Okay. You sound, you sound like you're trying to help. Are you, whose side are you on? I, I said in defense of. I know. So it is the smallest and apparently it is, it's 21 years old, which makes it one of the oldest. I did. Yeah, I, I was right on the number less. I, you know, I'm rarely right, right on the numbers. I was. I had a three out of five chance of getting getting it right when I said that it was 20 years old. It doesn't. It feels like it's older than that, though, doesn't it? Or feel you like it's younger than that? Well, it was the Ford Center before, right? It was. Yeah. So no, I think that's about right. I mean, it feels about right. But well, again, with it being the smallest by square footage and one of the oldest, I get that they need their. That it's going to happen. Yeah. I just... 900... That's almost a billion... That's Oprah money. That is... That's Oprah money. That's the Rock money. That's Oprah and the Rock asking you to donate money money. We need to have a basketball telethon. We're trying to raise $900 million. Let's let's do that. Let's just have a... We can open up the phones. We're like... Brett from Oklahoma City pledges a dollar. Great. We only need how, how many more pledges of the dollar? Thanks. Anything, everything helps. But how many more of those dollars are we going to get? Guys, can we, can we open the phone lines up for the billionaires, please? But that's a lot of, I don't want to do the calculations, but how many pennies is that? What's the, what's the, what's the population? That's respond. What's the size of the population responsible for nine hundred million dollars? Oklahoma City's about a million residents, and that's. I mean, that's where it's all Look, of this tax money is coming from Oklahoma City. Here's the deal: when you go to a cash, this is probably a bad example and deleted. If it is, if you go to the register and it says we like to round up to support, you know, I don't know, kids without Camaros, do you donate? Do you round up? It depends, because a lot of those organizations that do that fundraising that way, they claim that. Right. So they have the big banner that says, we raised X amount of dollars. Right, I can't write it off as a charitable expense. Well, not even, it doesn't matter if you did or not, but they're taking credit for it. Like, you didn't do that. Right, but more to the point, with a penny sales tax that you don't have any choice, 
You know, it's not you can elect to not build a nine hundred million dollar upgrade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a. I just I don't know. I'd rather give my roundup to a company or a, to a charity that I'm not connected to than invest in something that I'm not really going to get any. You know what I mean? So. I don't know if that makes any sense. Again, but, I know for a fact that it has an economic impact oh, on yeah, the downtown sure. Oklahoma City. Yeah, I get that. But $900 million, it, Oklahoma is one of the cheapest places to build. I feel like politicians shouldn't be in charge of... Okay, politicians yeah. and the people who are getting direct benefit, a.k.a. Yeah. the Thunder owners shouldn't be in charge of deciding how to build this. Like, I feel like... Too many cooks in the kitchen. Not even that. Just, like, people who have no business being in there. Well, it's... Okay, it's the... It's the manager coming... The manager of the restaurant coming back to to tell people how to run food. It's like, dude... No, I just... I just feel like you could probably talk to a couple of contractors who would come in and go, yeah, I could do everything they're talking about for $300 You yeah, know what I mean? True. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like it, when governments start spending massive amounts of money, that kind of it doesn't matter. Like whatever the upgrades are, like oh, can we get those cool urinals that you know incinerate your urine? Like how much is that? Oh, that's an extra seven million dollars. Ah, whatever. It's a rounding error on nine hundred million. But nine hundred million. I mean, you're right there. You're a stone in a half throw away from a billion dollars yeah and when's the last time when's the last time that you ever saw a government project that didn't have cost overruns overruns it's a billion it's It's a a billion billion it's a billion 900 sounds better but in reality yeah it's a billion that's why you know that's why things are a are 99 cents instead of a dollar because 99 cents sounds better right do you know how much it cost the initial construction of the ford Ford center how much Eighty nine million. So only ten times as much. Yeah, I. But apparently there was some. But I kind of was reading a little bit of an article, and it basically said you wouldn't believe how many corners were cut to achieve the eighty nine, eighty nine million. It can be done. I don't know what night eighty nine million in twenty years ago dollars. What that equates to now? Probably three hundred million. So again, right. I think they could probably build it for half of what they're trying to build it. For. Oh, absolutely. And again, I think it's just when you have politicians yeah. and the people who are the beneficiaries of the work making the decision on what is being built, then you know the politicians don't care. It's not their money. Yeah. And the other guys don't care because, hell yeah, you want gold-plated. You guys are going to do gold-plated urinals? Great! I think if, honestly, I, again, not to beat this thing to death, but I think from a an outsider's perspective that wants to be able to go down, downtown and not have to park two miles away to avoid paying $20 to park and doesn't care about necessarily the, the basketball games and maybe goes to a concert every now and again when it's affordable and, and, and available to do so, I think they will take more issue with the $900 million price tag as opposed to people that are dyed in the wool, get you know, have their company suites and things like that. I think they're a little bit more invested in that nine hundred. But they're going to see the the they're going to see their money's worth again. Like you said, once you start rounding things, I think I think you tell the media it's nine hundred million, but it's like one point two billion. I mean, honestly, yeah, it looks better. Oh well, it's not a billion. Well, it's really close to a billion. <laughs> and I feel like we've we've overpacked the area. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take the opportunity. Buy the best Western trade winds down on on Martin Luther King and what is that Reno? Yeah. And turn that into the new stadium. You kind of spread it out oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So you don't have all that traffic jam. Because where right are you going to go? Because you just they just within the last few years cleared out that area across where they have all that parking now to where you're not having to park. Next to a you know a tent city uh, across, underneath the overpass uh, you know down the street. What are you gonna like? I've said it before. Are you gonna build? Is it gonna be like the arena in or you know in Judge Dread or something? I mean, what? What do you? Where do you go from there? I mean, it's it's already a pain in the ass to get to and get through. I don't know. We'll have to see. But what what do you all think? Or is there anything worth nine hundred billion dollars? I don't know. I don't. Me personally, eh. 
Can we make concert? Are, are concert tickets going to go get any cheaper? I mean, seriously? <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, as always, let us know what you think. If we're missing something, if you want us to see something, taste something, smell something, let us know. You can always email us at onlyinokshow at gmail.com. New episodes every week. Special thanks to our sponsor, Bravado Wireless. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. Coming up next on Truffle Talk, it's all about mushrooms. Sounds like anyone that even thinks they want to be in a relationship with me. And then it becomes, once I (laughs) prove to them that I can kind of do stuff, then it's like heightened expectations on a gradual level. I don't know. (laughs) Incrementally expecting more. Is that the same as? Yeah. No, I had something I was gonna say. I was gonna try. I was gonna do the do the podcast in my regular voice this time. Your regular. So I listen to a lot of podcasts that are not anything like this. They're not not informative. I listen to comedy podcasts, and I'm like, I feel like I punch up a little bit. Like, hey, <laughs> welcome to the show, guys. We're here to talk about hot dogs and homecomings. That's right, it's the 15th annual Hot Dog Homecoming event coming up. And let me tell you, you know what I mean? Because when I was in radio, I remember the first time I did a real air check, because I had to turn in a tape, not a tape, a thumb drive, to my um, production director. He's like, put put together an air check, let's, hear what you, let's see what you got. And I was like, is that, <laughs> it's managed until midnight, 93.3 JKP. You know, I did the, you know, what you would yeah. think. They don't like that. And he's like, you know you're not Casey Kasem, bitch. Right, he's like, take the radio out of it. So it was like, As you tell midnight, got some, <laughs> got some new music on the way from Jason Aldean and Sausage Britches. You know, the new song by Luke Bryan, Sausage Briskets and Bass Boats, or whatever the heck. So I had to, I had to, hey, it's Mander, tell mid, it's Mander. It Mander. See, I can't even say my name right. It's Mander, tell midnight. <laughs> I'll be here till midnight. Not because I'll be at home because this is a recording. Whoops. Not oh. supposed to say that we broke the fourth wall. I always did kind of like I was like, yeah, I worked my butt off, man. I worked three shifts at the radio station. That equates to <laughs> two and a half hours. Seriously, though, it would take me, let's say on a Friday, because I was I did four to seven on KRXO. I did seven to midnight every day on Jake. Literally, this was my work day. Once I started doing on air, mm-hmm. I would produce in the morning. So I was executive producer in the morning for a couple hours, couple maybe a couple three hours on the uh, Chad Alexander, or Todd Todd Tucker. Anyway, so I do that. I get done with that. If I had any spots to do, like you know, sixteen Anthony, don't forget production or anything I had to do, I would do that. But if I didn't have any production, I take a little break. Go in at about eleven, do my Jake FM, which literally so seven to midnight, that's five five hours, but I would record one, two, four spots an hour. Mm-hmm. Literally I would have the prompt like the 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 copy where I would have to promote something. I'd either have to promote don't forget the text to your text to win coming up a little bit after that I was required to do, or and that was Jason Aldean with rub my bass boat, you know, whatever. All in all, maybe five hours of work tops. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And, and we're I, making nine twenty seven an hour. <laughs> I did like, get <laughs> hold on. From an out, outside perspective, it literally looks like I'm working open to close on on the radio. Well until today, well, I mean, I would tell you know, I work 60 hours a week. Minutes. 60 minutes uh-huh. a week. No. I mean, you kind of felt like you are robbing them at gunpoint. Because it's not a hard job. If you know what you're doing, it's not a hard job. But the fact that it's like you're you're literally phoning it in. Yeah. 
I'm on the way home, where I'm already like in home at home, listening to myself on the radio, which is weird. In in okay on Friday, I did four to seven on KRXO. I would listen to my Saturday Saturday shows just to air check myself. But yeah, I don't know. It, radio's just not. I mean, there wasn't a lot of people. There was a lot of people running around doing like working three stations. Yeah, but that's why it's dying. It's dying specifically because. The reason that it was big yeah. in the 90s was because people were interacting with it. Oh, yeah. If the person, if the, all of your interaction is text this code to this deal, right? then you've lost all of that interaction. People are not listening. You know, it's funny. When I got behind the curtain in the text number, let's say text 162660, I could literally, because I knew who it was, I would text and go, hey, Carly. She's like, what do you want? <laughs> tickets. She's like, you can't, you're not eligible for tickets. If you don't know that there's somebody, because you, you don't think about it, someone being on the line. You think it's just ting and you get registered. No, there's literally somebody going, should we get, because we would, this is a true story. Here's another behind the, the curtain, behind the scenes thing, is we would literally sit there in the office during a text to win, and go, what do you think, guys? You know, uh, he's got a stupid name. Pick somebody else, right? Yeah, or call in or something. Because we did occasionally. We had a we did have a, a hotline you could call in, and we'd sit and listen to like we had. I can't remember her name. She was this one lady that would call in, and she always came after. I think she came after Carly. And she, again, she was nuttier than a fruitcake. It was the Jake line. That's what it was. It was the Jake line. And we just sit there and screen calls and listen to people, but it'd be so funny. Like, eh, this number starts with a seven. Yeah, let's go with this. This wouldn't get an even number. You know what I mean? It's just silly stuff to to figure out how to. It was fun. It was a lot of fun to work in radio. I'd have zero regrets. If I didn't work in radio, we wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> would we? No, we would not have be. We would not be doing this. What would we be doing? Nothing. We'd be selling hot dogs, man. We wouldn't be selling hot dogs. We'd still be thinking about selling hot dogs. My cousin. Eddie? No, but I'll call him Eddie. He won't listen to this anyway. It's so funny. Family's funny. When you, you see somebody you haven't seen in a while and you used to be close to, and you see him in public, you're like, howdy, stranger. I'm like, bitch, you know where I'm at? <laughs> howdy, stranger. Okay, whatever. My phone number's uh, been the same since 1989. Well, this is also the cousin. Of, I don't know what it is with cousins. What is it with cousins? Cousins feel like they can overstep their bounds. Why is it? Why is it cousins think they can run to your... your? Because that's the way it was when you were growing up, dude. Christ. Like, you have developed a relationship with a person. My volume is not loud enough. Yeah, it is. No, it's the same as mine. not the same as yours because i'll tell you why i know it's not i'm the looking same at as the yours, bar right here bud because i edited this thing last week and it sucked well if i'm looking at it from my point of view it looks the same give me a half a, a half a dog biscuit on number one here now look at it you talk i talk i talk you talk okay i'm talking and how's it look now don't no 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 how's I, it look what, what would it be during adjusted if i thought there was a, something needed to be adjusted are you going up more going, than a half a dog biscuit? I'm going half a scotch. A scotch? Good lord. Go. Check. One. Two. Three. What comes after three? Who's on first? I don't know. It looks fine to me. Okay. Then we roll with it. I get what you're saying. You re- your cousins are basically your, depending on how close you are, you're like siblings anyway, right? But here's the thing. I think cousins don't have the right to run to your spouses that they see maybe three to maybe once a year, once every two years, and think they're dropping knowledge biscuits on them. Yeah. Anyway, so my cousin, when we were kids, he was raised Seventh-day Adventist. There used to be, I don't know if it's still there, there was a Seventh-day Adventist school. It was kind of out there by the zoo. At least in my mind, that's where I see it at. Anyway, we would go to Old Paris Flea Market back when it was decent. I don't know. Has it ever really... eh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's debatable. I, okay, so we do need. I think we need to do a show on the old Paris flea market. To be honest, for with real. You. Yeah, yeah. It's been there. It's a it's a landmark, dude. It is a landmark. I'll give you that. And there's some. A lot of people are wondering why they don't tear it down because they're putting the Okana in. Because it's literally you can stand on the roof of the of old Paris if it 
you didn't think it would fall in and see. I mean, you could. You could throw a baseball and hit the Okana. Hmm. I mean, Okana's in the hood, but they got that land for cheap. Yeah, that is, um, there is some old, defunct businesses right behind there. Right by it. I'm willing to bet when they broke ground, there's a picture that they deleted where they like pulled the shovel out and it was just dead cats. I mean, there's a there was a tent population that probably got relocated. You know. What? I don't know if you remember this or not, but at the intersection of I-40 and I-44. Keep talking. The Dell campus. Oh, yeah. That was, it's. You know that that is literally built on 70,000 tons of old dirty diapers. That was a landfill forever. See, I don't even remember that. They, I remember driving by there every day for a year where they had the giant crane uh-huh. dropping the huge concrete block to smash oh, down smash the, the ground. <laughs> to smash the ground. It was literally just smashing trash. I wonder. With I, dirt on top. They had to have got that land for a song, dude. How yeah. long has Dell been there? 20 years? 15 years? They had to have got, I'd love to know what them, that land hadn't, hadn't cost them that much. Cause it was Hell, gonna, they, they might have got money to build there. Yeah, that's your, some type of a grant. Like like, the, like hmm. if you bring please a call you. center to the center of Oklahoma City that was a big that was big news that was, that was big, big that was big doing I know we do it all the time but I think it's a good spin yeah, yeah I agree <clears throat> so apparently they're doing a I don't know if it's an early look or a come look at our scoreboard thing at Paycom they got it the scoreboard thing we're talking about here more Paycom you know what God dang it. I'm not paying another penny. I ain't paying another dime, actually. Well, you're not paying a dime, you're paying a penny. But I'll tell you what, I ain't going to do it, by God. Well, you don't have a choice. I don't even like sports with round balls in it. You've never played pool? Yeah. You've played sports with round balls. Yeah, but I ain't $20 million worth of it, by God. What does your stepdad have to do with this conversation? <laughs> well, if that was going to be a, yeah, God, guess what, God damn it. I wish I could do, but honestly, that voice, I know it's not John, but... It's your John voice, though. It's my John voice, which is, I've also loosely based my John voice on Louis Anderson's version of his dad. Damn it, Louie! <laughs> he looks like a character that you would, like, you would dress somebody up to look like a douche. Yeah, this guy looks like he would probably evict his mom out of an apartment complex. On Christmas Day. All right, what are we doing? Because we're not doing it very fast. What do you mean, what are we doing? You know, I didn't say it last week, but I will say it now. Okay. Your, I loved it, but it wasn't perfect thing, is the difference between a 100% and a 90%. It's still an A, but you don't, like, you don't give it a C and a 90%. You give it the bottom end. It's an A-. minus, But it's still an A. Right. So when you only have the five options. So, but it's still an A. Right. Okay. Not a C. A three star is a C. Okay. Four star is a B. Five star, Art. A. These are some th- what are some things that are objective or subjective? If there's there's no, no. Okay. You can say whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm asking. Yes, things that are considered subjective. Subject, love. There are, yes, there are things art, that are subjective. Yes, those are subjective. Tastes. But again, if you give it a five star... Then you gave it between a ninety and a hundred percent. Okay, so let me ask you this: Yes, is there? A, but is in reality in in the way you rank things? You said because let's go back to things you said you didn't. I'm asking: Is there anything? Is there anything that gets a perfect score? Yes. What? I don't know. Can you realistically give something? I'm just asking: Can you realistically give yeah, something things, a perfect score? Yes, you can give things a perfect score, but it doesn't matter. You were crossing streams. You were giving it. An A and a C at the same time and arguing that it's subjective and therefore you can give it an A and a C. That's not possible. But crossing the streams did kill Zool. No, it didn't kill Zool. It just banished Zool back to his dimension. Her. Um, I'm pretty sure that in today's... They. um, Back to they's dimension. Yes. All right. You ready to walk this dog? This hot dog? Three... Two. It's all beef, dog. One. Three, two, one. You said three. 
two, one. And you went, I'll be dog. Three, two, one. Not what? I'm good. Out of my dream. I mean, I can just go ahead and do the intro. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. With three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. We're today, 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 today. Hot dog, hot dog. Today, 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 today. And welcome to the show. We're talking. We're talking Chet's Dairy Freeze in Muskogee, Oklahoma. The Muskogeeans are doing their annual toboggan you know, I, race. I like that Ice Cube song. Today, today was a good day. Today was a good day. Not a good day. Today was a good day. Welcome to the show. Good day. We're discussing Chits. Chits, Dairy Freeze, Muskogee, Oklahoma. Later on the show, another pay come upgrade. It's me, Trevor. I wonder if there's any Bretts with two T's in um, Australia. There's like some of our cannabis uh, coolers. A lot of chips. Those, Those are, are homemade chips. Those look very good. Uh, they put feta on a salad. I don't. I don't. Uh, I can't get behind any place of feta on it. Really? Feta smells like feet. Feta get feta about feta bet about it. Feta get about it. No, it's just confetta. It's dumb. Feta. You don't like feta? You like blue cheese crumbles? Really? Mm. Why? Because it smells like feet. Yes. You don't like anything that smells like feet. I I bet if you didn't have any feet, you'd miss the smell of feet. I bet you eat more blue cheese if you didn't have feet. I bet I wouldn't. Okay, let's go three, two, one. Um, three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing shit. Like I said, you could have taken all of that time to burn through all of your screw ups, and we'd be done, and I would have cold water. Okay. Instead of instead, I have cold feet. Three, two. One and welcome to the show. Today we're discussing Chet's Dairy Freeze in Muskogee and later Oklahoma. Three, two, one, and welcome to the show. Today we're discussing cheese. Today we're t- discussing cheeses from Muskogee. Muskogee cheeses today, today on the we're show. Discussing Chet's Dairy Freeze in Muskogee, Oklahoma, and later. Well, why'd you even put Oklahoma on there, dude? Because I want you to say the word Oklahoma. You know, let's be redundant a little bit. Oh, the only an okay show where we're talking about things in Oklahoma. You would be surprised how many times people get confused and say things okay, like okay. Andy Alligator. Well, that's what I was going to say is welcome to the show today. We're talking about the life and death of Andy Alligator. Welcome to the Andy Alligator show. You know what we should do? A show on Andy Alligator. The rise and fall of how Andy Alligator went from an Andy Alligator to a cocaine crocodile. And lost everything. Crack crocodile. 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 Good day, Mike. Hand me that torch, Mike. Uh, three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. I said today. I know I what said I said. Today. I said today, okay? Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. We're discussing the God dang it. And welcome to the show today. <laughs> God. Oh my god. Today it's caviar wishes and champagne dreams. It's the only okay show. I'm Robin Leach. Alright, ready? I know you're ready. I'm so ready. Ready to talk about some hot dogs. Hot dog in the hot city. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. That's from uh Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Let's get to the show. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> 